Driving Double Feature presents Spooky Minutes Spent at Ghost House, episode 44, covering the 56th through 60th minutes of Spookies and Ghost House, two fun second half of the 80s haunted house movies. Hey! And we are starting off in Spookiesville, and uh, we left Spookies, and that the bride of the old guy was being menaced by like some creepy, shrieky monstery thing and we're in caves I think underneath a big house and so let's see where we go from there listen to this spooky 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 spookies I guess I guess most of this is was a Duke and Peter fighting and they they fight a lot and it it goes on for a while and eventually at the end of it they all four of them Duke Peter Megan and boobs I, I forget her name uh, Duke's girlfriend they all get locked in a room and there's a gigantic skeleton death like thing with a sickle um, or scythe uh, that is coming to life and um, uh, and it, it's funny because they get like they get uh, they get locked in the room and it's not um, and it, it's funny because you, you think well you know whatever evil force is in charge it keeps cutting the woman sitting at the um with the with the old guy's voice sitting at the uh the Ouija board like pointing to this strange creature that Adam is about to meet and then it points to this the destroyer of bodies and Estrella is the other one and um you it it's it's funny that with the new footage they shot they they felt obligated to include like t- to see that like the the cat man is following them the entire time and listening behind doors and as always it's tough to exactly to figure out the way the hallways and everything work in the, in this place where are they i mean like how tall there was like a three story building so like where are they who knows where they are i, I guess i guess that that's part of the point right it was funny i was watching an episode of uh, Poirot yesterday the something Marsden Manor and they kept showing this gorgeous this enormous house Marsden Manor and um, pardon me, I burp there. Um, it make, makes makes me burp when I think of Mars and Manor, and and whenever they saw it, I thought, you know what? If I were like David Suchet and I was Poirot, I would request whenever we went to one of these locations, I would just ask, and you know, say, I know this sounds silly, but you know what? I would love, I would love a tour of your house, the bill, the building from beginning to end. Let's go floor by floor. Let's just go through. I'm not going to remember half of it when we're done but I just want to see what's in all these spaces like when you get up to like the the third story which is as huge as the other two you know is it is it all bedrooms or is there something else up there's a is there a ballroom up there you know is there like you know if this were you know do you have a screening room up there or something like that or is it or is it more you know standard like your first floor is your kitchen your dining room your living room type thing in your office and then you go bedrooms and things as you go up or or or, or is it more you know is it is it a little is it a little different from that do you have you have a kitchen on the second floor or what's in the basement you know or i i love to i love to walk there and walk through and just just see that that's what i would do even if it sounds strange whenever he shows up if we're going to a huge house he just likes to walk through just see what's in each space. I mean, is it huge? Like, I mean, I imagine they're, they're like huge. They're they're bedroom areas. They're probably like almost apartments, like with 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 maybe even like kitchen areas or things in them. I don't know if you if you're far enough if the house is big enough and you're far enough away from the kitchen. Wouldn't that make sense? I don't know. I've never been in a house that big, um, and um, that's the long and the short of that story. But but yeah, I, I like here that that I guess the house is sort of so big um, that you just who knows where we are, who knows what's going on. So. Um, you know, it's funny, uh, 
when I'm looking, I'm looking at boobs and Megan right here as they're they're looking Megan, Megan, Megan as they're looking over towards the um, um, uh, the the thing coming to life, and you know, of course, boobs is kind of big and blousy, and the other one's a little more restrained and stuff like that. And I I kept thinking this they're like the spookiest version of Laverne and Shirley, and of course, Cindy Williams just passed away a few days before watching this. And I think MeTV or someone they're doing a Laverne and Shirley telethon, which uh, telethon marathon, maybe a telethon too. Um, a marathon, which is which is cool, but it's funny because that's the image I have. That's the image at the the hour long mark is the two of them looking towards there, and I thought, oh Cheryl, which one of them drank the Pepsi and milk? Was that Laverne? And Boo Boo Kitty was Shirley. Um, I haven't watched Laverne Shirley in a while. I watch a lot of Happy Days for my Happy Days podcast, but but not a lot of Laverne and Shirley. Anyways, so what was I talking about? So uh, what happens in this? Yeah, that that mostly fighting between those. I mean, it starts off with the bride running away from that ghost thing that's cackling and and then we get we get yeah they, they the four of them meet up megan and peter and 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 duke and boobs meet up at the top of like a staircase sort of looking looking not at the top of the staircase the top of a railing looking down and where again where are they who knows although there is a point where duke is pushed against a doorway and the whole thing shakes and I thought, ooh, that's, is that a set, or is Duke just a heavy guy, or is that like a weak door or something? I don't know, I thought, I forgot, you know, I saw the, the Vineyard Syndrome Blue has a huge, had a feature-length making of Spooky's thing on it, and I, I'll be damned if I can remember I, I, where they shot, I think it was on the house, wasn't it? There's, uh, there was, because that, that, the way that, that sort of wobbles when, when Duke is thrown against it makes me think set. Now, granted, the cave that the woman is running through in the end, and the room that Adam ends up in, clearly sets but um i'm not sure about these other rooms now they do have like all the windows have like curtains hanging down in front of them which which to me implies possibly set maybe um you know like like those those classic sets that you see we see like in hersher gordon lewis movies and things where like one wall is just an giant curtain from ceiling to floor you're like okay that's because if i move that curtain i'd be looking at another set right yeah so uh so yeah so this this thing is about to come to life and the two guys are fighting and uh it's 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 weird because at at first in the fight it looks like duke's just beating the crap out of peter but uh, but then as goes along peter's getting his his hits in and stuff and uh uh, you know, they do get a bit too choreographed at times like when he flips Duke over that, when he lands on that sarcophagus type thing or a table or whatever, flips Duke over, then Duke rushes at him with the chair and Peter's clearly out of the way of the chair, but Duke still comes down in that same spot with the chair and it's like, don't, don't, uh, stop, stop. Don't, don't smash the chair down if he's gone already from that spot. Hit, hit him instead of the spot there, so. But I mean, it's. I guess it's fun to watch them uh, fighting here. I mean, it's an hour in. I'd prefer more demonic things happening. Um, but yeah, that that this skeleton death thing's about to come to life, and um, and it's funny. Like with the the screaming lady in the beginning, and that the set that Adam walks into with this um, with all the webs in it, and the the gigantic death thing. It all does feel very latexy very rubbery very fake but still lots of fun and granted that could be the blu-ray i mean because the blu-ray looking at it here i mean the blu-ray yeah oh yeah there's death there i mean the blu-ray does look gorgeous i mean this is this is the there they really did a nice job with this so it is showing up all the all the uh you know all the latexiness of it and the rubberiness of it um so um how much more? Oh, well, let's talk about Adam real quick. Yeah, he is out wandering. He's still got. He's got. Where's Mookie? His his hand puppet? Because he's still got his his shirt out with him and Mookie on it. And 
again you think well no wonder you're you you know you're not with someone because you that's the shirt that you choose to wear uh, because if you don't have Mookie with you you have to explain why why is there a picture of you and what looks like a Muppet on your shirt uh, that's a lot of explaining over and over again um, yeah and then there is a hallway which looks very setty set like to me with the with the uh, webs on it and then there is and I don't know if this is racist or not. Um, but the 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 woman in the web-filled room who may or may not be turning into Estrella, this uh, creature of some variety, in the next five minutes is is very specifically very Asian, and no one else. Every every other person in the movie is is pure full-on white bread, but the the one um, non-white bread person is is I don't know if it's if it's racist or not. Is it a spider thing? Is there a spider thing? An Asian spider thing? I don't know about. Um, I guess Spider Woman. That could be it, but I'm not sure. I mean, that could be just Adam's thing, and maybe it got cut out. A scene that he likes—that's he likes Asian ladies, you know. It's, it's his preference, you know. That's his thing, you know. It's like uh, I don't—I don't know, but it—but it is funny because when you see when you see her, you think, okay, that's a very specific choice they made there, or maybe not. Um, but but it does seem like a very specific choice with all the webs, and to have the one non-white person be the person who was about to turn into a monster. Well. Who knows? Who knows? I'm actually, at the end of the day, I don't think I actually care. But I thought I'd mention it just because if you're watching the movie, it's like, huh, hmm, interesting. I love that set he winds up on with all the webs on. I mean, it looks like a set right out of a movie that I want to watch immediately again. The Dungeon Master, a.k.a. Is it Rage War. Such a fun film. Only 72 minutes long, which is kind of screwball. Right? Is it only 72 minutes long? And that has, there, there's a... There's a scene in the Dungeon Master, I think, where they're like in a frozen cave, and there's another scene where the guy meets like um, some sort of rat monster or something. No, I'm not talking about Blackie Lawless, and he wasn't in Rat anyway. He was in Wasp, W period A period S period P period. Um, thank God, all the names. Could you imagine if like Rat was R period A period T period T period? That would have been such a Cinderella C period I oh, what a pain in the hole. The uh, but but um. But but that's that's what that's what it that's what it's kind of reminding me of as I'm watching it. It's I'm kind of thinking a fun double feature with Spookies would be the Dungeon Master because they both have the same sort of um, uninhibited like joy of just letting special effects people run amok with your movie. And and like I said, I mean, um, Spookies is what eighty six minutes and is a real hodgepodge of a movie. Dungeon Master is a real hodgepodge of a movie too, but. Dungeon Master is specifically like that and it's um gosh what a fun film that is I recommend I, I recommend if you hadn't seen it with Richard Mall um who is not in the new Night Court which I haven't seen Night, I love Night Court the original Night Court but I I don't I I haven't seen the new Night Court sorry where how'd I get on that oh because Richard Mall was in the Dungeon Master he's great he's a lot of fun in the Dungeon Master he plays Satsuma I forget what his character Satsima so he's plays Satan basically and it's a lot of fun early computer goofball stuff and it's what six or seven segments each done by someone different and um ranging from you know a giant statue comes to life to a sort of almost a mini slasher film to meeting up with wasp hey it's fun um and that and that does have a lot of monsters and special effects and things a lot like spooky so oh my gosh okay well anyways yeah you get the um you get this fun room with the webs in it and stuff like that and you're seeing it thinking okay well there's a spider somewhere around here and i do love that that thing in the middle of the room that looks like it looks like it could be a garbage can or something this big stone rectangular 
thing and on top of it is a little like it almost looks like um one of those little things on like a stage um to be or not to be you know in um you know like uh i haven't seen the original to be or not to be in ages but you know in the, in the remake with mel brooks when he to be and then you hear or not to be and those, those little those little those little things that rise up very slightly out of the bottom of of the the the, the stage and there's someone basically sitting in there who will, who will whisper the line if need be that's what it looks like it looks like someone's going to pop up and whisper adam's line to him but i do like the fact that he he looks in that and then his eyes open real wide you think what the hell is he seeing well we're not seeing at least we're not seeing it yet because the minute ends with the the five minutes end with yeah adam is about to see something strange in that room and the gang up in the other room are about to face off with the grim reaper apparently so let's go on to ghost house and when we last left ghost house I don't... Oh, no, when we last have Ghost House, I um, t- I haven't actually watched it yet, but I remember it was... What was it? The, that, that, that gang, that, that goofball gang, the camper, they still hadn't left the house. And if I remember correctly, um, uh, Martha and her boyfriend are back in Boston. They're trying to figure out what the sound, those sounds are, with the music on that recording that the, that the boyfriend made. So let's listen to this. Plot-wise, a bunch of stuff happens in these five minutes of Ghost House here. We spend a lot of time at the Gaffey Funeral Home. Martha does not seem happy. Her boyfriend is um, uh, chatting with the, the Funeral Home guy, who I recognize. He's also in Witchery, isn't he? Which is on this disc... Well, it's La Casa Four, right? I think it's the same guy, and um, yeah, yeah, he's in. Yeah, yeah, it's the same freaking disc. Let me lean over here. Yeah, it's Ghost House Witchery. Yeah, I think this guy is in Witchery. Also, he's kind of a strange-looking guy, kind of a guy you might see in a Fulci film from early in the '80s, kind of thing. And uh, but I'm sure he's a nice guy. He was probably a nice guy from the area, maybe the Boston area. He certainly seems to have the accent for it. And talking about, I do like, yeah, the um. It's it's weird that he says when he says well he you know the the guy who's killed in the beginning with his wife and his daughter as the doll in the basement and stuff like that he used to he was a more Undertaker too and of course in the previous episode minute five minutes we learn what was being said in that um, in the voice in the uh, on on that recording it was burial 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 um, I'd forgotten that I thought we learned that in this minute but. Yeah, this man is mostly going to the, the funeral home. But I I was like, the uh, he used to just take small things. And my first thought was, I thought, like a ring or something like that. This one time he took a doll that was meant to be buried. But I thought that giant doll, that doll that's almost the size of the little girl, how how that's not a small thing unless the person that was being buried was like 20 foot tall. So so I, I like the fact that... um. I, I, I'd like to think that maybe in the original script it was meant to be a smaller doll, but they brought in that doll and that no one amended the dialogue there to, oh, he would just take some things now and then. And once he took this doll, it's a he, little things. And then uh, like a doll the size of a six-year-old child. Yeah, that that was a little thing. He really he really snuck off with that. And that's, that's, that's I mean... I don't want to say that guy got what he deserved, but stealing a giant creepy ass doll from from a from a dead person, ain't you gonna you're gonna reap what you sow, Jack? Okay, um, I do. He's very helpful, Mister Gav. He may not be there. It's on a Saturday, and 
So they're going to go off and they're going to do their thing. And yeah, Martha seems just unhappy with it. She's pouting in there. She's cute when she pouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me some of that. And um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, we meet... Uh, what's the guy's name? Was it Jose? The guy with the jerk guy with the skull hand? Um, he, uh, he, he spends the first minute, minute and a half creeping through the house... And um, he reaches in a box of croutons and pulls out cockroaches. And then he hears, he, he picks up a really grubby looking, like a bit of a faucet or something. I hope this is silver. And puts it in his pocket. And I thought, well, I hope, you you know, um, I hope we all reward wishful thinking. Uh, because you're, you're sure doing a lot of it right there. Well, I sure hope the world, re- re- well, I sure hope the world uh, rewards wishful thinking. Because you're doing a lot of it right there. And there's there's a weird moment where he hears like a, a pounding, and you think something's approaching or something's there, and then it cuts to a door opening and slamming shut, and it's it's kind of weirdly shot because it's not like he doesn't round a corner and sees it. He's like, ah, oh, phew. <laughs> it's kind of like it all goes in slow motion. You know, is there someone there? Is that, and you see a shot of his feet, you see a shot of his face, feet, and you see the door slamming, and you see him again in the door slamming, and then it's like ah, oh. it's slightly oddly edited, but nothing nothing terrible. Um, but I, I fear he might not be long for this world. And of course, we didn't see the other gang, the gang in the in the, in the camp, or I don't know if they've left or not. But um, but it's it's funny, isn't it? The implication being that I, I guess they. So what is what is? I'm I'm just going to talk. This this is the only other thing that that really happens. I mean, there is the yeah the you get to see the um the mortician kind of putting on fake eyes on this woman who got hit by a bus. And she does look pretty good for having been hit by a bus. I'm surprised they didn't have him eating something, but I guess that's only for autopsies, right? Not for actual mortician-y things. Um, brushing crumbs off of her face. I got a crumb in her new eye. Oh, I got, I got, I got ham on her mouth. Um, how many times have you heard that? Uh, the, 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 I'm, I'm wondering about the timeline here. Cause Martha and her boyfriend leave. And the people in the campers say, yeah, we're packing it up and going. And then they leave, and they drive back to Boston, and they do all this stuff where they figure out what's going on. And they drive back to Bo- the, the small town near the house. They speak with the funeral guy. Now they're going to the cemetery. But it's implied that in all this time that they do this, the other people are just barely leaving the house, and that guy showed up the house before they left, and it just started going through it. I mean, it would it would seem like it would seem like in Martha and her boyfriend's life, like, I don't know, six hours have passed, three, four, five, six hours, something like that. Whereas over at the house, time seems to be moving much differently. Maybe a half an hour or less has passed. I don't I don't quite fully understand it, but we'll see. We'll see when we next see the camping people, if they're gone from the house. Um, or if they're still at the house, but like, oh, the car broke down and we've been here for six hours or something, then that will make sense if it does. But but it it really feels like it it does really feel like Martha and her boyfriend are on a faster time track than the guy picking through the crouton cockroach croutons and, and the people in the camper. So uh, yeah, let's see where we are. And it's, it looks like we're in lovely, um, you know, rural-ish New England. And uh, let's go from the funeral home to the um, the cemetery. And uh, next up. Uh, we're going to the cemetery, and uh, the Grim Reaper and Estrella will be attacking our gang on Spookies. Listen to this. 